Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 25th of April, 2013. Eight more shopping months till Christmas, and this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, <laughs> joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And uh, today is one of them gumbo shows, at least the first part of it is. We don't have a guest or a topic for the first section. We're just going to be talking about stuff that's been happening around the world and around the around the internet world. Um, second section is going to be kind of fun. We have Christine Sashinger. Reporting live from PubCon in uh, New Orleans. Um, but before we get to Christine, we have, well, let's face it, we have about 30 minutes to kill. And there's a lot of stuff to kill 30 minutes with. You know what? Why don't we start with, why don't we start with the fun and trivial, moving to the kind of important. Um, <laughs> always a good way to start Why change out. our schedule now? <laughs> why change the lineup? Why? It works. It works. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. I was uh, I, I got to ask them and chatted with you in a little while on on this subject. Uh, is it still snowing out there, or are you finally digging your way out, so to speak? Oh, uh, we don't have to dig our way out. It's all melted. The snow is all gone. It's way above freezing. Um, at least when it's daytime, it's way above freezing. Um, my mud, my patches of mud out front are now patches of mud. I'm trying to seed them with grass, but um, <laughs> see. A couple about four weeks ago, it, it turned really warm, and I thought, "Great, winter's over." So I went and put all this grass seed down, and all this grass. I, I have no, I mean, I'm an urban dweller. What the hell do I know about growing up on? Right? I've never grown a lawn in my life. So I'm trying to do the right thing because, like, my neighbors walk past, and they go whenever they walk past my house, which right. is constantly embarrassing because you know how bad it is when people go at you, right? And so I'm trying to do the right thing, but I have no idea what I'm doing. So, like, four weeks ago, I put down all this grass seed. And then it froze up again. 
And so all that, you know, seed died or something. And it just thought out, and now the, now the birds are busying eating the dead grass seed. Anyway, that's, uh, <laughs> it's warm here. It's warm in Ontario. Excellent. Um, if anybody out there in Radioland knows how to grow a lawn, I will, <laughs> I will do SEO for grass. Uh, let, let me rephrase that. <laughs> Clearly understood. Um, I already do SEO for grass. Um, <laughs> I will do SEO for a front lawn, so if anybody out there knows how to grow a lawn in southern Ontario, come on up. Um, I'll fix up your website. You fix up my lawn. Deal. deal. <laughs> Sounds you like know, a good deal all around. Hey, indeed, hey. And uh, hey, if anybody's coming up for search engine strategies in uh, Toronto uh, in mid-June, same diff, you know, we'll, I'll give you like several hours of free consulting at 250 an hour. Marijuana but is a narcotic, free. medically and legally. It never did anybody any good and does everybody a lot of harm. <laughs> that was my inner monologue. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brasco. Let's let's jump into stuff. You know what you know what this week is? Besides the week marking eight more months till Christmas, which means if you're running an e commerce site, folks, it's you know, start starting to getting to be a time to start thinking about Christmas. But this is the eighth year anniversary this week. It actually happened on Tuesday, last Tuesday. So eight years so Tuesday. The very first video was uploaded to what was going to become YouTube. Isn't that awesome? I think I think I think it's amazing. You know, and there's a couple of things about it. One, that was only eight years ago, less than a decade ago, and YouTube has so fundamentally changed the way the web, the way people relate to information, the way the web works. Um, did you know that uh, in 2006? YouTube alone was sucking up as much bandwidth as the entire internet used in the year 2000. <laughs> That's not surprising. Well, now, flash ahead seven years to today, YouTube is the third most visited site on the web after uh, Google and Facebook. It is probably the most used application on the web. When you think of how much is... Um, Communicated. It's not the most used, but it's one of the most used applications of the web. And you think of how much is communicated through video. Yeah. And um, again, it is uh, serving over four billion videos every day. That's um, there's maybe seven and a half billion people on Earth. There's maybe two billion internet users or so on Earth. YouTube serves four billion videos a day. Yeah, but I mean, they, they and they should be paying me royalties because if I pulled my kids off, there'd be like three billion of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the the video clip that went up was a twenty second um, shot of the founder of I'm sorry, one of the founders, uh, Jawed Karim, Jawed Jawed Karim, at the San Diego Zoo, describing how cool it is elephants have long trunks. <laughs> um, you remember earlier how I said that I actually do do SEO for grass? Well, <laughs> gotta watch this video, and maybe it's just me or something, you know. But um, uh, anyway, 
He uh, let's say he wasn't drinking before he shot the video. He was not drinking, <laughs> but he's clearly fuck, uh, messed up. <laughs> Seeing and the double rainbows and all. Double rainbows and all. But this dumb video, this twenty-second video, in my mind, is on par in significance with uh, with uh, a trip to the moon, the first commercial motion picture, or the Roundhay Garden scene, which was uh, filmed in, in 1888. It was like the first moving picture. So the first video up at YouTube, I think it's historic. You know, I think it's a, it's a big thing. And in eight years, look at how YouTube, the ability to make your own video and, and distribute it far and wide, look at that, it's changed the web. Well, I mean, uh, one of the one of the great wonders I, I find about is it took video in a completely different direction and made it something um, you search, right? I mean, video was a different thing before YouTube, right? It was a thing you put it up on your site or or, or whatever, and it became um, you know a medium for for conveying your message, or or was certainly to a lesser degree at that point. But um, with YouTube, suddenly it became somewhere that you went to find information to find. You know, help guides for your video games, or you know, like I do once a year, I look up and, and find a video on how to tie a bow tie, right? Because I got to do it once a year, and I forget by the time the next time rolls around, right? And things like that. So it changed the way we search. I I, I agree with you. I think it was it was a monumental thing, and uh, and it's quite surprising what they've managed to accomplish in well eight short years. I mean, it's the web, so that's equivalent to like eight hundred in any other sector, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean it's it, it's a it's a wonder, and uh, you know whole industries were were developed just based on YouTube. So, you know, kudos. Yeah. So there you go. So eight years today, or eight years this week, and um, that just you know it, maybe it's because we're older. Today. Maybe it's because like you know I'm in my forties, you're in your late thirties, and we're uh, or you're actually you're in your forties now, aren't you? Shut up. <laughs> trust me trust me once your life really starts to pick up and get better um unlike unlike the terrible life you've led into this point um, <laughs> um i was working for the end thank god it's here uh, but no, no, I'm, eight years does not seem like a long time to me eight years seems like the blink of an eye to me you know and especially when you think historically speaking um you know, uh, telephone is still a relatively new invention, but mm-hmm. anyway, we've ragged the puck on that one long enough. It's uh, nine minutes after the hour. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what direction would you like to head? Well, there's a few other I'm stories. I'm not so sure. Yeah. There's some fun stuff out there. There's um, Eric Schmidt defending Google's tax avoidance policies. That's That, that might be fun for uh, for a bit of a rant. Um, Google's reconsider request, request guidelines and examples. That would be good for action items. Um, here's one that's got me going. Okay, here's one that's got me going. Like, you know, as an SEO, I'm kind of uh, ticked off at Google because they are just, you know, piece by piece, item by item, removing essential data from, you know, the the... the from, from my toolboxes, from what I do every day. I mean, it, I'm seeing up to 80% non-referrals. A couple of weeks ago, we had a guest on who said 80% non-referral, and I went, 80% in total surprise. But then I went and looked. I'm seeing 80% do now. Uh, it's getting more and more. So they took that away from us. They took the most basic keyword data away from us. It's gone. 
Now, if you're not signed into Google, if you just you know go to a computer, you haven't signed into anything, and you do a regular search, it used to be that under underneath the um, URL that was displayed underneath the active link, there would be a little uh, link that would allow you to go to the cache to see the most recent version of the site and to get also, also to get information on when Google last spidered the site. Mm-hmm. I found that information to be invaluable when I was doing quick assessments of websites or doing a, a triage session or trying to make a proposal when you don't want to, you know, you don't want to dig right in and do all of your tests and measures, but you do want to know what you're writing about or know what you're, what you're proposing on. So I was able to get really quick information, um, two or three seconds, and I was able to get to the information I needed. And, you know, in the middle of the day when you're writing a proposal, that two or three seconds is meaningful. Well, Google's extracted that. It's gone. You can't, if you're not signed in, you don't get to see that information anymore. You must be part of the Google environment to see that information because they're moving that away from the general SERPs and moving it into the Google Plus environment. They are. Now, here's where I'll give uh, an action, and, and maybe to you. I don't know if you use this tool. Um, certainly to our listeners, for now, I just tested it out to make sure it was still working because, yep, the... the you know, little arrow to the side where you can see your cache is, is gone. Um, for those who use Firefox, I'm going to put this in terms of Firefox because I'm that's that's the one I'm using. I'm sure there's a, a Chrome extension uh, similar. Um, if you use an extension or an add-on called uh, Search Status, um, mm-hmm. you, you may have heard of it. Anyway, basically, it just shows the page rank and Alexa rank, you know, in the, in the add-on bar down at the bottom. But if you right-click on it, um, you can click on to show the cache. That's still working. That is still working. Um, Excellent. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, however, how long is a question, right? Will yeah. Google just change your URLs? But for now, um, it's working. So if you want to have quick access to your cache, you can install search status and, uh, and use its function. Um, I was generally using it anyway because often, and I'm sure it happened to you, I was on the site before I realized, hey, and I want to check what it looked like before. Um, yeah. Or when did this last get crawled? Uh, so I've generally used it uh, for, for quick access like that. So for me, it's more convenient. But, uh, you know, if this is the move they're making, will they just change the entire URL structure to require a login? Well, what will happen is the API will change. Like um, where your, where your uh, add-on or plug-in is, is uh, drawing into information, mm-hmm. the, API, the advanced programming interface that, you know, it's using to uh, pull that information out of Google system, that will change over time. Yeah. So if the tool ever starts to fail, that's why. Um, and I imagine that's on, this do, on the to-do list of programmers at Google. So, oh, I'm uh, sure. Would be surprised <laughs> to see that. And that's the thing, friends. When 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 things start changing, check your tools to make sure they're all working properly and still giving you um, actionable data. You know, stuff that you can quote and you can uh, you can plant your flag on. Yeah, I mean, although this may it may be an interesting one, this may be a case where we see tools like this, and you know, maybe it's probably something the tools developers are thinking of now, or certainly should be. Um, where I mean, I know if I was Google, I don't care if you're actually logged into Google Plus. Like we we know, yes, they kind of want us there, but they really don't care if we're actually going into Google Plus, right? What they want is to collect our data. If if they enable it so that as long as I'm logged in can use my tools. So if they see, hey, this cash request is coming, but it's from Dave and he's logged in already, you know, okay, display it. So uh, just another, you know, forcing of me in there and, and you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, I don't personally have a big problem with it. I mean, I don't personally have a big problem with them removing the keyword data. We've talked about this in the past. 
it, it's a royal pain in the butt, and I'm not a big fan of it <laughs> from, from my standpoint and my reporting to clients and trying to make intelligent decisions for them. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it, it's I, I do go, this is Google's property, and I kind of understand what they're doing. Like, I kind of understand that they're trying to force us to make different decisions than we've been making. If we don't show them what their keyword you know, traffic is, and if they can't compare with last year and see what's going on, what decisions are SEOs able to make? Well, we're able to make the decisions based on, hey, we need to bring good quality traffic in. How's your traffic behaving? Because that's all we got. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's what the game of SEO has become about. It's not about um, getting top ranking for X, Y, and Z keywords. It's right. about getting qualified converting traffic and right. doing that week after week after week. Do I have more traffic and is my bounce rate going down? Those yep. are the big questions that we're asking now. Yeah, indeed. Um, are, you, are, you, are you seeing the... Uh, and I mean, this is, this is, sometimes I get frustrated. Sometimes I get quite inspired by the same thing. Eh? This is how the industry that we've pioneered that we're working in that you know you and you and me were around the beginning days Dave we've seen that we've seen this industry go from like you know infancy to maturity and it changes all the time and the thing that frustrates me is often it feels like it changes just as we've gotten our customers or just as we've gotten (laughs) the mainstream up to speed with the way it used to be (laughs) very true so, uh, you know, they're no longer asking about the keyword meta tag. <laughs> we don't talk about that very often anymore, thank goodness. But they still want keyword rankings because that's how yeah. they relate to the search engine results. Right. Um, and we have to go on another round of it. And you think the last one about getting rid of meta tags or keyword meta tags was hard. Will you see what this round of education is going to be all about? <laughs> well, it's not about the keyword. Yeah, I know they're using keywords, but it's not about that. Well, I know that's what they do, but it's not about that yet. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you the truth. Let the good times roll. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Google's moving stuff uh, even further into the Google Plus environment, which means, as an SEO, they're moving you even further into the Google Plus environment. Um, like it, lump it, make use of it, don't make use of it, whatever. This is just another one of them historic trends happening in the world we work in. What else do we have here? Anything up that you want to talk about? Um, well, we can. Ch- we're on the we're on the Google topic. You touched on it earlier, so maybe we can head out before we uh, before we go to break here. Um, and of course, there's there's a lot more to these stories than uh, than you or I or will ever be aware of, or, or any of the reporters. Um, but Google defending tax avoidance policies. Well, they're um, not breaking the law, are they? That's uh, that's to me. That's what it boils down to. You want to fix what they're paying in taxes, then change change the taxation law. If you're building loopholes in, then those loopholes are available. <laughs> I will agree with you on that absolutely. And any company that doesn't take advantage of um, the tax structure, you know, any company that doesn't look at the tax structure and take the best advantage of it they can. Well, they got to hire a new accountant because their share, they owe their shareholders a fiduciary responsibility to maximize profit. Yeah. I agree with all of that. Okay? There yep. can be no argument about that. That, too, is legal stuff. you got to do that. Now, how to say this? Um, even though the tax structures are structured this way, one does expect a little more from 
the smartest and uh well no i mean you know what i don't expect more from google i mean i do expect more from them on in that little fantasy liberal world that i live in where everybody is nice and they do the right thing for the common good in that world i i radically expect more from google but i expect more from google on a whole bunch of fronts in that world in realityville you know somewhere in between conservatism and liberalism um, Google's going to do what Google's going to do, and they're going to make the most money they possibly can, and you make money by saving money. So well, and I mean, you know, calling a, a spade a spade for, for Google, I mean, they're, they're generally pretty pretty decent with um, funding some, you know, ventures and, um, you know, giving donations away and, and things like that. If you look at, even from a corporation standpoint, if I have to give a billion dollars away. Let's just you know pick a number, and it's Google, so we can talk in billions here. If I have yeah, a billion dollars away, in billions. If you were talking about Google's tax bill, you'd be no. I well, but at, at the end of it, am I going to get better PR for my company, and my shareholders, by going? You know what? I voluntarily paid an extra billion dollars in taxes this year. No, it's going to be nothing. But if you donate a billion dollars through a variety of different means or, or VC funds or, or whatever. All of a sudden, we, we've talked about these things many times in our show and, and a lot of shows on the network. We talk about when they do that. So if you're going to give that money away, how do you give it away? And as a corporation, I know I would take advantage of every tax uh, capability I had. And then if I had some extra and I really wanted to give a billion dollars back to the people, uh, I'd do it in a very controlled way that was good for my PR um, good for you know maybe developing some new patents and, and one that you could write off against your taxes too. One I could write off later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what here's what's got people's shorts in a knot. Okay, and this is this is coming from the UK. In 2011, Google made an annual uh, a revenue um, over the year of 2.5 billion pounds. That's about five and a half, maybe six billion dollars American. And that they made that in the UK. Mm-hmm. About we'll, we'll we'll bring this back to dollars. So two point five billion pounds is about about six billion dollars, give or take a few hundred million here or there. <laughs> you know What's what? A few hundred million between friends, though. That's fine. Okay. You know what <laughs> they paid on taxes, though? In taxes, what did they pay? On Revenues of two point five billion pounds, or maybe six million dollars. They paid six million pounds in tax, which is about fourteen million dollars mm-hmm. on revenues of approximately five and a half to six billion dollars. That's not even a percentage point. That's about half a percentage point in, of revenues in taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a problem with this, then, I'm guessing. <laughs> I, have, I have a problem with the tax code that allows um, corporations to not really be present in the area that they're extracting revenues from. And then, you know, you, you know about the Dutch shuffle, right? No. Something American and British corporations do very frequently. You set up a office in Ireland and you set up an office in the Netherlands. Um, you have your regular offices, say, in maybe Mountain View, California or London, England. And you start moving money around. See, AdWords doesn't bill you from the United States. AdWords bills you from Ireland. Right. 
Makes and sense. that's what you're paying. And that money gets moved from Ireland into the Netherlands. Ireland and the Netherlands have extraordinarily low corporate tax rates. So it's not an American corporation who's actually making all that money for the American corporation, even though it's an American corporation making all that money for the American corporation. Same in England. It's not really an English corporation making all that money for the English corporation, even though it's an English corporation making all that money in England. <laughs> and that's money that's being drawn out of the economy, being thrown around the world at light speed. It's kind of, it's, this is a way of legal taxation laundering. And that's what I have a problem with. It's money coming out of the country, being thrown around the world, laundered basically, being brought back into the country and no one's paying taxes on it. And we have a problem, a terrible problem, a revenue problem in both in both America and in, in, in Canada and in the UK and all this stuff. And, you know, I, I get where Google's coming from. They're not breaking the law. No, I don't have a problem with that. But they're following a code that allows them to be rapacious. And that I have a problem with. Well, and and that's what it boils down to. And I think we, we completely agree. Do I think Google should be paying more in taxes on those sort of profits? Yes, I do. Um, do I think it's Google's obligation to voluntarily pay more in taxes? No, I don't. And so the problem, I think, in this case, and I, I from the sounds, but I think we agree, the problem is the codes. It's not what Google's doing. Yeah, you know what? Even if we disagreed, we'd still have to leave it on that because we're a little bit over time to take a take a commercial break. So we're going to do that right now. I want to remind listeners we have Christine Sashinger, um standing by at approximately twenty two the hour. Uh, she's in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, at PubCon. We're going to be joining her in a few minutes. But before we get to do that, we got to uh, do these messages. So on behalf of Dave Davis from Beatstock SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. Coming back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Time now for another exciting episode of Points of Analytics. Brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the Algorithm. That ruthless rhino has updated the algorithm again, and our website is falling down the rankings fast. Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with AnalyticsSEO.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. 
Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Who dares enter the sacred and awesome presence of the everlasting know-it-all, Yoga? My name is Barry Schwartz. I am the keeper of a greater magic, a power known throughout the universe as the... The Force? No, the Schwartz. It's something to check out. Discover the power of Barry, Rusty Brick Schwartz, and the Search of Your Roundtable on The Pulse. The Pulse. On demand anytime. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's 27 past the hour on the 25th of April, 2013. And uh, in about 10 minutes, we have Christine Sashinger going to be joining us um, from New Orleans. New Orleans, Louisiana, home of PubCon, where they missed a tornado yesterday, narrowly missed a tornado, thank goodness, but um, uh, apparently it's been a great conference. My partner, Alan Kanek, is down there. He was speaking at it. I spoke to him just before uh, just before we went on the air, Dave. He said he's having a, a really good time um, and that it's uh, another incredible, incredible conference. Um, so we'll talk more about PubCon in a few minutes. We talked about anniversaries earlier in the show, the, this being the eighth anniversary of the first YouTube video. You know what this is the first anniversary of? Uh, you What's know that? Yeah, you know <laughs> Thanks for playing along. Um, <laughs> Penguin. Uh, last year, around this time, sometime this week, Google rolled out, unannounced, the very first of the Penguin um, link-checking algo updates. It was the companion to Panda. Now, Panda's been through enough iterations that it's now part of the general algorithm, and as we're told, it's now part of the general algorithm. But uh, Penguin, they're still doing announced updates, massive sweeps. They still haven't, obviously, haven't nailed down um, all the soft spots in the algorithm. It's still making sweeping mistakes, but apparently it's getting much better. Apparently. <laughs> uh, you know, you and I we we chatted a little bit about this before the show, and 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 this was a it was a really interesting update for us, and it made sense that it uh, the penguins and pandas kind of joined forces, um, and I, I think a lot of the effects were cascading from one to the other, um, and and back and forth again, right? I mean, if you start hitting content and then start to reevaluate what those links look like, and you know, hit links and then start reevaluating what the the overall weight of you know that your content should be. I mean, it made a lot of sense that these things were, you know, kind of viewed almost synonymous with each other, right? In in a lot of ways. I mean, they they started a year apart, but but the, eventually they started to sort of merge into into one, you know, for some people, catastrophic um, series of algorithmic updates. Um, but you and I were chatting before the show, and and what I think the the conclusion could be, and and it's shocking, just absolutely shocking, if you did things properly. <laughs> and you paid attention to what Google's intent was all along, uh, chances are you skated through this update fairly fairly well. If you weren't trying to spam links, you did okay. If you weren't 
you know, submit your site to 8 trillion directories and submit your site to 18 trillion, uh, you know, or submit your article to 18 trillion sites, uh, you did okay. Um, and, and, and you skated through it. In some cases, you gained, not because you got stronger, uh, but because people were dropping like flies around you. Um, and I, I, um, you know, it, it, I think if nothing else, it really reinforces that point. Just once every few months, and I know uh, my staff does, and, and I'm sure you, um, you know, you do as well with, with your staff, every few months, just take a gander through those guidelines. <laughs> just, just read them again. Sometimes they change a little bit. In general, it's the same idea, though. You know, don't try and screw with us. And, you know, you might not rank number one, but you'll do okay. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, I think well, as, as a business owner, you look for stability, right? More than you want to be number one, you want to be stable. Um, and you, you know, want to have reliable income. You know what else I get my staff to do every once in a while, and they hate it. I <laughs> What's hate that? It. I hate. I hate asking for it too. Let me tell you. Full scale site network and link inspections. I want mm-hmm. to know that every link is working on the sites we're responsible for. And yeah, I know you checked it last month. I know. <laughs> it sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> but you're getting paid anyway. Um, <laughs> And I want to know the links. I want to know any new link that's coming in. Yes, there may be stuff that our work has acquired, and there may be stuff out there that our work hasn't acquired and that has somehow shown up anyway. <laughs> right, this um, crazy thing where people link to stuff they like. It's weird. It's weird. And so stuff. you know how we do it. We run the Xenu reports, and they are awful. I hate them. It's such an effective tool, but the output is just this like long line of stuff you got to go through one by one by one by one. Um, but we do it. We've never knock on Jim's head, of course, as saying this, but we've never been hurt by a penguin update. Now we, we, we weed out stuff pretty quickly. I will take a document offline before I'll threaten a, uh, a client's website. If I feel weird about it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we've never, um, never been hammered by the, by the, the penguin updates. And I think, you know, I can't say for sure. Maybe it's because Google loves me. I doubt that. I think it's because we're really <laughs> diligent about our client's property. And it sucks. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a terrible thing to do. I cringe the mornings when I know I have to instruct, please go and do this check. I cringe doing that because I have our manager, Bree. I've, I've, I'm not really scared of her, but I like, to, I like to make her think that I'm scared of her because that makes her more powerful. You know, that she can go be more powerful. Man, I got to tell her, and then I get to get an earful from her about how crappy the day is going to be. But you know what? It works. (laughs) Right, because the day when you have to, when Bree has to call a client instead of one of the other staff and tell them their site just tanked, that's a worse day. (laughs) A far worse day, absolutely. It'd be me calling the client because you know you take responsibility. Yeah, I know. You step up, you take the responsibility, right? Um, that's just the way it is. Anyway, the Penguin update a year ago. So it's been about a year. And if you guys haven't figured out, you people out there in Radio Land who are all link, like making all your money on link building. And I still get like um, people in Facebook or LinkedIn asking me questions about, link, about how to do quick and dirty link building. <laughs> if you, it's been a year. If you haven't figured out a new business model by now, go to school. Just spend your time in school. Get a liberal arts degree. It'll help. 
Now, you know what? You know, the liberal arts degree does help in a lot of ways, Dave, because it expands your mind. It teaches you to think and to see things slightly differently. And that's, that's all, true. That's always worth it. And if the, again, if these link builders haven't found something new, screw your MBA. It clearly wasn't worth it. Go get a liberal arts degree and expand your way of thinking. Ha! <laughs> there, there, I finally got my defense of the liberal arts degree out in public. <laughs> yes, but that was an interesting one because it was, a, if you can't do your job right, go <laughs> get a liberal arts degree. <laughs> <laughs> but again, again, if, if, if being an SEO isn't, how to say this, being an SEO is not hard. It's not. It's actually, it's a very easy job. There's just a lot of stuff you got to know and you have to be able to turn your thinking on a dime. You got to be very flexible and in, in, very, uh, very nimble in your mind. And I credit a youth reading fiction for for much of the way I think. I was I had my nose in a book like every day when I was a kid, all the time. That's what I. Well, I mean, I lived in Canada. We had three TV channels, and we <laughs> and one was I, French. Yeah, one was French, and I did not grow up in the video game. I grew up before Pong was new when I was a kid. Okay, you know, you really can't play that for long. Um, so we read, we read all the time, and I honestly, I credit fiction with being able, to, with having what I think is a fairly expansive imagination, and that expansive imagination is why I'm an SEO. Well, that you know what that makes that makes good sense. I I think you're right. That it's it's not a hard job if you know how to think about it. Right? And that's that's it. I, I can't say, you know, if you're intelligent or this or that. It's it's if you know how to turn your brain on in a certain fashion, it's it's fairly straightforward. Well, if and you can't, then it's very, very difficult. Um, probably much like many jobs. You know, I, I would have problems in, in different occupations where memorization of, you know, geography or geology was involved. No, I hate it. <laughs> My brain doesn't like it and I don't either. Um <laughs> we do want to get the word in that even though we've said SEO is an easy job, there's a lot of steps. You know, you got it's, it's a job of diligence. There's a lot of work you got to do, but once you get the hang of it, it's not terribly hard. Right. And you know what? I'm going to be. So I was on Facebook yesterday. Or I, was, oh, I was on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> so so, so I'm, I'm trolling through my, my Facebook profile yesterday, my Facebook feeds, and um, you know I'm involved in many. Um, uh, communities, many civic groups in Toronto, mm-hmm. and um, it looks like because I'm a nice guy, it looks like I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of free SEO clinics in downtown Toronto sometime oh. in the next month. So I'll keep people posted on that. Um, I'm really asking. I'm, I'm I'm doing this mostly for progressive organizations and community groups, ones who are you know trying to do things that I like seeing happen, like, you know, public transit and daycares and stuff. Um, but that's um, something I'd like to challenge other SEOs in their communities to do. Go out there and teach good folks, church groups, nonprofit groups, whatever in your communities, go out there and teach them to be, be half-decent to good webmasters. Yeah, teach them novel concept. Why, yeah, why not, eh? Why not? And then brag about yeah. it on your website or on your radio show. <laughs> <laughs> a little free marketing out of it, but but well earned because you know you're doing a bunch of free work. Somebody's got to know about it. Um, well, so let's know about it. Bhawan Sharma from uh, Hyderabad, India, 
interesting. Just uh, wrote to say hi. Here you on. Here you on the air. So oh. hey, Pawan, how you doing, bro? So and if you're ever in India, you go you to- you know where to do a free. Uh, yeah, you can do a free session there. No, 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 no. If you're ever in India, go to Pawan's free SEO seminars in Hyderabad. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, no, no, no. Really, I'm not. I'm not just he thinks I'm serious. <laughs> There's a panic. Okay, <laughs> the uh, there. Um, you know what? It's 20 to the hour. I don't want to waste uh, time with Christine because I do want to talk about PubCom. We'll only have about 12 minutes when we get back from break. And I got some fences to mend with this guy in Hyderabad, India now. Um, so, friends, I'm going to be doing some uh, fence mending. Uh, for what it's worth, Pawan Sharma is not doing a free SEO clinic in Hyderabad. He, I'll talk him into it by the time. You know what? Yes, I'm, I'm going to talk him into it by the time this commercial breaks over. So, friends, you're listening to uh, Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO and Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. This is Webcology at WebmasterRadio.fm. Stick around. We're coming back with Christine Sashinger after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. My name is Jim Gray, and I am a judge of the Superior Court in California. Did you know that since the federal government first banned marijuana in 1937, that usage in this country has gone up by about 4,000%? Or that an American is arrested on marijuana charges every 38 seconds? If you are wondering if any of this makes sense, you are not alone. To find out more, contact the Marijuana Policy Project at 1-877-JOIN-MPP or visit them on the web at mpp.org. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? (laughs) You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. (laughs) AimClear, the agency, brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding-edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. AimClear, this is how you sell with social. AimClear, this is how you sell with social. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's 20 minutes to the hour, and uh, this is Jim Hedger from from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from BSOC SEO, and we're joined... By one of our favorite people on earth, Christine Sashinger, and Christine from Site Without Sites Without Borders, Sites Without Walls, sorry, is uh, in not Las Vegas. No, it's that other two. Oh yeah, New Orleans, right? New Orleans. Uh, Christine is in New Orleans at PubCon, and uh, she's she's going to tell us about what a cool conference we're missing, aren't you? 
I am. We're having a great time down here. What's been the uh, – okay, you were at Epic Dinner. Let's, let's start with Epic Dinner. Sandra Bullock show up? What's that? A Sandra Bullock well, show up? <laughs> I heard that Sandra Bullock was going to show up. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> but it was awesome, of course, and I'm staring right now at Alan Blyweiss, who graciously and awesomely always puts that together for us. And then we had an after party, after epic dinner for the first time, which was sponsored by Bing, which was also amazing. So we had a very good dinner and a very awesome after party. Excellent. And you have Alan so, right there with you? Alan is right here with me. I don't oh know my if goodness. Alan wants to get on the radio, but maybe I can convince him. Alan, do you want to come speak to, uh, to Jim and Dave on Loveology? I see a smile on his face, so he might do it. Okay, he'll call in and say hello. Oh, that's great. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I can't believe this. We're going to be talking to Alan. I'm so, I'm so nervous. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this guy organized the epic dinner and everything. And I, I, it's like a superstar. And I'm so nervous. And we're going to be talking with Alan Blywhite. It's going to be on any second now. And I'm so nervous. Hey, Alan. Knock it, knock it, knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not anybody to anybody. Yeah, you are. You were the man who organized the epic dinner. Like, you made yeah. a lot of people, uh, I believe 210 of them, really happy last night. So you are somebody to somebody, Alan. You did an amazing thing. Yeah, well, the reality is, you know, this is, <laughs> this is what I'm passionate about. It's about giving back and, and, and helping people connect. And So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. I, I do wish I could have been down there. My my partner, Al, Alan Kinnick, is down there. Um, so I, I know you and him got to hang out a little bit last night. How, how's uh, PubCon overall been for you? PubCon, again, as always, is just a really enjoyable event to come. And, you know, this is no different. One of the things that I like the most about this, though, is being in New Orleans. The first time I've been to New Orleans, and it's got New Orleans has such a deep, rich, heritage and culture and it makes being here all that much more enjoyable right on now pubcon much like uh much like smx advanced pubcon stands out because it's the place where you know techies go to talk to other techies it's a highly technical show has anything really stood out to you? any presentation any piece of information really stood out to you Anything really stood out to me. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I'm seeing finally happening in our industry, and I'm really excited about it, is more speakers are communicating and emphasizing the need for people to use their brain and not just jump into things. And and that's a big deal because we need that now, right? We need people to stop and think before they take action. So that's, that's, that's what stood out for me is I'm seeing more speakers in that mindset. You know, it's funny you should say that. We just had a long conversation about uh, Penguin link building and people it, – it, you know, it's, it's a year since the, the Penguin uh, algorithm updates were introduced. And we were saying if you haven't figured out a new business model after a whole year, go back and get a liberal arts degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Have you – I got I, one last question to you, and I, I, don't, I don't want to keep you too long. I know you must be exhausted and you've got some conventioning to do. Um yeah. Do you see any shift around the, around people who were doing link building as a business practice? Are, are they still at the convention, or are they sort of petering out? 
Yeah, there's still some here, right? And uh, some of them even still have booths in the expo hall, and and all I can do is laugh. But <laughs> uh, but but there's definitely a shift. You Google finally did enough damage to enough people that they're realizing they have no choice but to make some sort of shift. So I'm seeing that shift. And while there's still link building, because in all honesty, you need links and that's not going to change for the foreseeable future. It's just about what you, what can you do now that's not going to get, you know, for those who are agencies that do link building, what can they do from now on that's not going to get them in trouble anymore, right? <laughs> Indeed. Has anybody circled that square that, that you're aware of? Who, who's at PubCon now? Uh, not anybody I'm willing to, to mention names of in terms fair of enough. What, they're, what they're claiming. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, fair enough, bro. I, I think what it comes down to is I'm, I'm going to wait and see for some of them to see what they really end up producing. That's what yeah. it comes down to. Well, Alan right. Blywith, so it's gonna, a bit delightful gonna, talking to you, dude. Um, thank yeah, you so much thanks, for joining thanks, us. Thanks a lot. I, I Thank appreciate you. it, and I'm going to turn it back over to Christine. Right on. Hey, guys. Thank you, Christine. That was really sweet. Well, you're welcome. Alan's awesome. We all love hey. Alan and Duffy. So. Alan is awesome. So um, I, I, I don't know if you heard the questions I was asking him. Um, I'm going to ask you uh, one of the same questions. Has there been any piece of information that you've heard at PubCon, heard either, you know, either at a session or just in conversation with other SEOs that has blown your mind, that has, you know, knocked you off your feet, stood out to you so much that you just got to mention it on the radio. <laughs> those are the secrets. I can't mention those on the radio. Not the secrets, <laughs> just the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, definitely as Alan, you know, suggested, it's definitely more to humans. You know, game. You can't just go out there, and, and as we all know, you can't scam the index anymore. I mean, of course, you can try, but it doesn't sustain your growth or sustain your presence. Um, there's definitely a lot more, uh, a lot of emphasis on uh, a lot of uh, technical here, which is a nice change, of course, for me because I'm a, you know, I do a lot of technical. Uh, so we definitely shift in that. Usually, that's kind of the redheaded stepchild. Um, definitely a, a lot of focus on the myth of content being the only thing that you need. Um, so I would say not one thing. I think just that there's a lot of good information here in general because the nice thing about PubCon is it definitely covers the gamut of everything. So there's social media people, there's subject like matter experts in um, technical aspects of, um, of uh, content, of uh, delivery, of content marketing, of um, you know persona, of marketing plans, of you name it. There's somebody here who you know is somehow excelling in that area. Google Plus. Areas and speaking on it. So, okay, Google Plus. Yeah. I'm naming Google Plus. Is there somebody there excelling in Google Plus, or is there people? Are people talking about it? <laughs> yeah, they're talking about how nobody uses it <laughs> except us. <laughs> oh, it's kind of the running joke at most sessions. I'm so pleased so. to hear that. <laughs> That's kind of a thing. We know, but there was also the thing that, of course, if you are in this industry, you do need to establish your profile. Um, you know, myself and a couple other people talked about the, the, the forward moving into identity, um, being part of the uh, algorithm going uh, forward in the future. So you do need to make sure that you, uh, in this industry, do have a Google profile. And now is the time when you want to get in and establish it um, before everybody else, you know, does on the, the, the gold rush in the future. Um, but it's not something right now that's factoring heavy. And in fact, today, 
there's even a change, of course, you guys probably know about it, where um, authorship uh, display uh, removed the Google Plus circles, you know, people in the circles you know from the display yeah. and search engine results. There, you know what? Google Plus is the mobile of search in 2013. <laughs> Remember, it was always the year of mobile, but it never quite was. Well, that's Google Plus. You know it's exactly. critical, but no one's jumping in. This blows my mind. Am I, am I the only one? Like, am I way off base seeing Google Plus as a wave of the future? Or, you know. Well, well I mean, I think one thing, I mean, I talk about this, but I'm glad to be not the only one talking about this now. Is that, you know, Google Plus is a registered identity provider with the federal government for a program they call the NSCIC. Eric Schmidt calls it an identity network or an identity engine. Um, they have since the day that it began. So it, you need to see it in that blueprint, I think. So Google wants to know if a dog's a dog on the internet or a person is a person and the person is who they say they are. And I think as, if you look at it in that context, um, it is a much bigger thing than just Google Plus. You know, it, well, it, it's about establishing um, authority, trust. The author tag is the first identity-based tag. If you look at all the patents on author, they all have some sort of a, um, identity information and patents on all the things related to the author tag. So um, as you go forward, I think you'll see that playing who you are on the net is going to matter as much as um, things like relevancy did in the past. Well, you know, we only have about three minutes left in the show, and that's something I really want to explore a lot further. We're going to have to invite you on for a show about the importance of establishing identity. Um, I think that's going to be one of the newer plateaus that the Internet environment is going to have to get in, get onto and get over mm-hmm. um, if we're able to move forward with the e-commerce future with the everything digital future that, that, you know, where we're, we've all been the Star Trek future. We've all been hoping for, <laughs> um, Christine, we're down, we're down to about two and a half minutes, I guess, rapid fire. Give us some new Orleans. What's happening in the, in, uh, new Orleans. Uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, anything you can tell us about PubCon. You got two and a half minutes go. <laughs> well, if you're just talking about new Orleans itself, we did have a tornado warning. That was kind of fun, <laughs> but new Orleans itself actually was, uh, it's actually, you know, I've heard music before. I live in Vegas. Obviously, I hear music all the time. But the music down here is as phenomenal as you have heard about. And, you know, if you've never been here, just that itself. And it isn't even jazz fest. I just mean when you go into the local bars. We heard, you, heard you know, the maybe blues for the first time. You heard the blues for the first time, didn't you? Well, I've heard, you know, blues before, but not blues like this, no. no you heard um, the blues. We walked into a bar the first night called The Funky Pirate. Aliana uh, Evans was down here now. And it was for the Funky Pirate, and it was just yep. the most amazing music. And uh, uh, they just have drinks in little 10 ounce, 12 ounce, or even 24 ounce cups. They're 32 ounce cups for like six dollars. So be careful. <laughs> Do you eat before you go out? Um, <laughs> and uh, so and everyone's you know very nice, and then we've just had a really good time. And and what's really nice here is everyone just has a really family SEO, you know, it is spirit about it. So everyone here is just. A lot of old timers, some new timers, but everyone's just, you know, um, in that old traditional spirit. Of everyone is uh, a part of this, and we're all in it together, kind of feeling. So that's great. I've wow. I mean, I, I, I love that feeling that that sense of family and uh, and camaraderie. Uh, that's good to know. That's still alive. Um, down to our last uh, minute and a half. Has there been any talk about blue glass? Lawrence here, and he has been very sweet and very gracious, and 
feeling a little, I think, you know, battered. Um, but I think graciously, most people have not um, hounded him with questions about it. So I, I think online right today is where you'll find most of the things going on about Bluegrass. But here, I think everyone is respectfully leaving him and keeping quiet. How's he doing? Is he, is he looking good? Yeah, yeah, it was good. And, and, uh, and like I said, I think he feels like he's in the in good company and, and surrounded by friends, not not people wanting to take him down right now. <laughs> so, good. Yeah, yeah, which is a good thing. Uh, Dave, I've been hogging the, I've been hogging Christine this whole time. Do you have anything to ask her? Oh, nothing that that, that they'll make, won't make me mad about. But you know what? Or, or like Brasco because of the tyranny of time. But I, I will say, you did a couple uh, sessions, Christine. Um, how did they go? What were they about? Uh, the one I was in was uh, Top Shelf SEO uh, Trends in 2013 uh, with Scott Polk. And then um, oh, I moderated uh, social media and I moderated a site, interactive site, organic site reviews. Um, so that, that all went very, very well. Um, we even had a guy who was on Shark Tank with the Corduroy. Um, Chris Jones helped him out with some, some excellent thoughts on uh, branding and marketing strategies for social media. So that was, that was quite good. Um, so yeah, so we had a very good uh, good sessions. We really enjoyed it. Okay, and to um, uh, to to use the phrase Dave used a moment ago, tyranny of time. We are out of it. Uh, Christine Chaster, <laughs> uh, sites without walls. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great time in New Orleans. Uh, safe trip back to Las Vegas. Dave, that's it. We ragged the puck. We did a whole hour. That's it. Cool. Again. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank Thanks, Christine. Every week, I'm stunned we get through a full hour, but we do it every time. Somehow we do it gracefully, and we did it again this time, but we got to go. So, friends, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, that's Dave at BeanstalkSEO.com. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Jim at DigitalAlwaysMedia.com. You've listened to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 25th of April. Go out there and get your Christmas shopping done, and we will talk to you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.